0: Welcome to a new interview of the CIL China Benjamin podcast initiative. In front of me today, Badwin Snell. Thank Good you m- for coming. Welcome. I hope on a lot, a lot of interesting stories. Uh, okay. So much experience in front of me. So uh, sure. uh, let's start. Sure. Can you give a short introduction about, about yourself?
1: Well, uh, I come from Belgium, uh, from Brussels. I arrived, I think the, it's very funny because my first experience in China was here, Guangzhou, okay. almost in this tower, because I, uh, I started to work in China for Carrefour, okay. and then uh, they wanted to start their first tour in, uh, in Guangzhou, yeah. here, yeah. and they failed, they went to Shanghai in Beijing, but just for the fun, it's, uh, the, the supermarket that's downstairs should have been a Carrefour, okay. and it's a Japanese store. Anyway, uh, so 25 years in China. I arrived in '93. I went back a bit to Belgium, uh, from '97 to 2003. I worked for the Belgian company called Van der which was the first one to import Belgian beer in China. Okay, Duvel, uh, Chimay, Garden. We started all. Okay. And then uh, we'll, I stopped for different reasons, we will playing later. Yeah. And then I uh, went back uh, to work more in sourcing. I also represent Brussels region for six, seven years as an yeah. independent consultant. So I had a chance to represent my country and try to attract Chinese investors to Belgium. And then after that also worked four or five years for, for a Belgian company who uh, sell a lot of equipment to Africa. So I developed the China-Africa business. Okay. This is something quite special, interesting. Yeah. And okay. then after a while, uh, with the, the election not coming up, we wait for three-year election in Congo. Anyway, we stopped that business and uh, no do again importation of Belgian beer.
0: Okay, so 25 years, that's uh, about yes, right? Yes, roughly. Roughly, yeah. I don't count you know, okay. <laughs> anymore. So you came here for Carrefour, you said, right? Yeah, I
1: came for Carrefour. And, okay. uh, in fact, my first uh, assignment was I, I slept in the White Swan Hotel, which okay. at the time was the center of the city, not yeah. anymore. Shanghai Island, right? Wait, yeah. wait, which now it's totally far away. Yeah. Uh, so we we negotiate the joint venture, and at the end of it's uh, frankly, Guangzhou at that time was a bit the economic center of China. Okay. Which is not at all anymore. No. Uh, but at that time, the Cantonese were very cocky, and they think they had the very tough in negotiation, and oh then really? Carrefour sent them to hell, and then, <laughs> and, and then they do the first tour in Beijing and in Shanghai. Okay. And they came 10 years later for Guangzhou. Okay. So, But it's a bit the history of Guangzhou in short. though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where you started then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, and well, what kept you until now? Only the business? Uh, did, what kept you in China? Uh, I
1: think the I was attracted by China since the beginning though. I, I, I learned Chinese a bit in Taiwan, my wife is Taiwanese, and I won. I, first, there was a, the love for the language and the culture, but I also a lot of business potential, and the, the fast speed. And you know, like many people in China, they come for the a lot of excitement, a lot of opportunity. Although we can put a question mark on that. Depends. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but still, so, a definitely exciting uh, career.
0: Okay, so that kept you really in China. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so um, like. Do you see yourself being in China the coming year still? Or? Well,
1: I'm, I'm 55, so... Uh, uh, Very young. Uh, yes, I still have ten at least 10 years to go. Oh, I, at I feel I, I, at least uh, my wife is Chinese, I'm half Chinese. Okay. I have to say, when I go back to Belgium, people take me for a Chinese <laughs> guy and they yeah. say you are too much Chinese. Or, so for me, it's be, no, I, I look forward to go back to Belgium every three, four months, but uh, uh, we, we are a bit half Chinese, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. We, yeah, over,
0: over a while, you probably uh, become. Uh, yeah. uh, it's inevitable. Yeah. Uh, okay, now, yeah, so the coming period still being busy with your business? Yes, right? yes, yes. So, yes, can yes, you tell yes. us a little bit more about what your company is actually doing yeah.
1: now? Yeah, our company called China Euroservice, in fact, uh, uh, initially de- did more consulting or investment uh, uh, advising for Chinese going to Belgium. Maybe we start that a bit too early. Uh, no, maybe it would be a good time. but um, it happens that somewhere I got involved back in the beer business yeah. to a Belgian company was looking to talk over to take over their business. because a uh, Belgian company who come here from scratch and they want to open a company to do that very, very tough. I don't recommend yeah. it. Uh, so they asked me to take it over, which I did. And then we expand other, biz- other beer line, other beer brand, uh, basically in a, sh- in a short, uh, very short, we have three business line. One is branded product where we are agent. Uh, the best, uh, best known beer we have in China is called Pink Killer, it's a white beer with grapefruit juice. Yeah. Then we have another brand, range which is uh, lager beer in cans to fight the Germans and to provide <laughs> cheap beer to supermarkets yeah. or private labels. As another range and the third range is more a uh, supply chain so people want a container of uh, trapeze beer yeah. we can provide okay so because some of these products know I've been some of these products are 50% is parallel import yeah uh, due for many many reasons so basically we become a supply chain and we may be only the fifth of the 10 guy who do this importation so it's not like we just started. But we provide a better service and uh, also we try to provide more legal documents. Like uh, we do VAT invoice, we do all the legal documents which many importers sometimes don't do. Okay. So uh, it's a plus. It's yeah. a, uh, so Advantage,
0: right? What? Yeah. Okay, and, and, and who are your main clients? Your main clients are of course Chinese uh, customers or MRO?
1: Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, basically it depends on the business line. Like the typical branded product we sell it to uh, wholesalers okay. who do not import usually, and they are all over China, naturally um, mostly on the coast: Shanghai, Beijing, uh, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, uh, Xiamen, uh, Tianjin, uh, even some inside. Uh, we need to add other importer of a distributor, but there we 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 provide uh, first the importation, the marketing support, uh, we stock we. We have a stock, we so deliver, we, we issue VAT invoice, we do all what the typical importer distributor does. Yeah. And uh, then other customers, for instance, for the, the the private label of the cheap lager business, yeah. this is supermarket chains who usually come to us, we want our own beer, can you import for us? We sell two container every time. Yeah. And this is this. Some some of them are importers who want a special item. For instance, we sell a sixteen percent beer lager. uh, You know, regular lager like Enokun is five percent. Yeah. Well, we sell a sixteen percent, so it's three times more alcohol. uh, And some part of China they like that. I I don't like it, but uh, there's a market for it, so uh, (laughs) we we sell this kind of items and. There is some a of development, there is an importation work, there is a discussion with the importer, with the exporter, there is a whole kind of service we provide in fact. Okay, so from
0: all the way around, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. And, and, and by operating this business here, um, what are the pros and cons when operating a business in China in your eyes?
1: Okay. In my business, uh, it's, I would say that first, the market is uh, moving very rapidly. That the uh, customers and uh, are yeah, open to new brands. Uh, for the story, I started Buddington uh, 15 years ago in the previous company. I didn't know that beer at all. It's a cream of Manchester. It's a typical English beer, look a bit like Hulkeni. Why I say that because I didn't know that beer at all. It it belongs to Interbrew, who is the big Belgian group who bought Budweiser. I mean, it should be sold in Belgium, which is not. Because Belgium, the market is very closed, mm-hmm. uh, very conservative. People drink the same beer for 20 years. In China here, a guy can bring this beer next year, bring another one, and the third year, bring another one. It's Some a beer, beer can die over five years, and then they pass to something else. So the market problem. is open, but on uh, the other side, very competitive. Yeah. So, and the growth potential is huge. The, the, the market itself become very big. Yeah. Uh, maybe the biggest market in the world already. And uh, although for, for, for craft beer, it's, 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 it's still small, but going big. Yeah. And also maybe because everybody dreams about this market, it becomes very, very competitive. Because yeah. uh, every brewery, and especially from Germany, every brewery comes here and dreams and they're going to sell 100 maybe containers. Yeah. Yeah. Then sometimes they end up to kill their price. Yeah. Then uh, everybody's crying because yeah. uh, this is the, the sad story of the German beer. So you have maybe 30 breweries who are selling their beer, and mm. and every day cheaper and cheaper, and yeah. it's all this, it, at the end of the day is all very similar beer. Yeah. But uh,
0: will that eventually, in your eyes, will it eventually not uh, make a healthy correction? That eventually the, 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 the good brands will stay, and therefore
1: you should still make use of this pro. I think I don't know if the good brands stay because if you look at the lager. Uh, I was there 15 years ago when the big lager, or the big brewery in the world came. Carlsberg, Foster, Bex, uh, everybody basically. Beer that you don't see even in, in, in Belgium in Europe. They all came and, and, and they lost a lot of money yeah. and a lot of them go home. Healed, go but home. Wiser is the one, only one almost who stay and he's the strongest and the richest and he can afford the most losses. Yeah. So I don't know if the best stay. For me, why is not the best beer, no. uh, but uh, uh, we, that's a bit the, the name. This is maybe for lager. Uh, I would say that the, the, the Chinese consumer get more and more, they, they, they climb up the value change very quite rapidly. Yeah. So they, they want more and more expensive beer and sophisticated beer. So the customer always wants better, yeah. much more faster than in Europe. Yeah. People in Europe can buy the same lager for 20 years. And they are happy with that. Uh, so, yes, it's an advantage that the, the customer always want better products and yeah. they're ready to change. But
0: So, there is an opportunity always, in
1: fact. Yeah, but it's also dangerous that you don't have a brand loyalty yeah. as much as you have in Europe.
0: Yeah, so that's a con, in fact. It's a con, but, yeah, 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 pro
1: and con. I mean, uh, you can catch a wave, but you better yeah. keep it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, and then eventually, yeah. how you
0: do it will eventually decide <laughs> if, you, uh, if you're successful. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay, yeah. That that that. That would be is there another con for example on the import side that you say like here are difficulties with... yes
1: yes 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 they they are there I think the importation although the, there is no more duty on beer uh, but the importation regarding labeling is is touchy it's much more difficult that when in Hong Kong the labeling is very simple uh, the date they are very ticky on the date on the production date and expiry date in Belgium we usually only write the expiry date. Okay. Or the production date yeah. is one of the other. In China, they want two dates, and uh, they can be very picky on the labeling. Chinese labeling. Okay. Uh, if you have one date wrong, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, people uh, sometimes very picky on the on the expiration date. So if your beer is is uh, expired one day, it's uh, you go to jail. I mean, it's like. Uh, Although a, done, beer, although a beer you can drink three months later, usually. Yeah, but it's not done. Nah, this is a no-no-no, yeah. taboo, so you better never do it, never try it, yeah. never forget a, a, a beer which is power in, in a fridge of one of your bar. people fall on you for nothing. Even a customer in China can sue you for that, Yeah, just for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know that's goes, fun, right? that's in Belgium, people have no time to do that. <laughs> yeah, or
0: <laughs> certain kind of other approach to how that should be solved. Uh, to,
1: so it's a funny thing. So
0: yeah. Okay, so so that's the difference, right? And, and to go to differences. Okay. So what makes the uh, import uh, export to China and the distribution of products to your wholesalers yep. and, uh, different from uh, import and export in Europe? Okay.
1: Uh, I feel that uh, in some way. It's less formal that the, the in fact, well, I'm very being surprised by the documentation that usually salespeople have. It's very poor. Huh? So you can sell without much documentation. Uh, if you have a good relationship and you have a good photo, okay, they can take it. In Europe, they're going to turn your product in all the way and check it out 25 times and right. test it five times and everything. So a China guy, a Chinese customer can very, very quickly be convinced. On the other side, uh, the paperwork can be also intense and the legal regulation can be tough. Yeah. Uh, also about branding registration, No, more and more online. The online company asks whether you are really the agent or not, proves that you are the agent, that the brand is uh, is not a copy, yeah. and so and so. So on uh, some ways it's more, more easy going, On other ways it's uh, much more uh, difficult, sorry. difficult, yeah. because the custom issue in Europe is is not an issue. Not uh, here, the way the, basically when you import, I don't know a few people all that. You need first to have a label, Chinese label registration. This is a pro- approval process that if you don't know can take time, and even then you do have that that every time the, the normally the the sanitary bureau have to check whether your product have this label, what is properly fixed. So when you import. You usually have to wait one week to two weeks to get the Sanitary Certificate, which is the document that authorizes to sell to the store. Yeah. You may have imported correctly and passed the customer and everything. You are not finished. You need a Sanitary Certificate for each container. Yeah. So also that can be a touchy issue. People come and see, do you have, did you put it well? Uh, yeah. So yeah. That, that can be work if you don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, then, uh, it would be uncertain,
0: then also if you are yeah. importing and uh, you are not fully aware of what's what's ahead of you, uh, probably it's also in, uncertain if you yeah, actually yeah. can import your goods or fully import your goods. Yeah, right? and
1: then even you think, oh, I import, I can sell. No, you cannot. You need to win that document. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But I would say I've done it 20 years ago, and 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 it's much better,
0: much better, oh, already. much better. No, yeah? no
1: doubt. No, no. well, so how 20 how was years it? ago was. Mm, you were so busy doing that that you have no time to do your sales. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I had a Chinese partner who was more diplomat in politics than businessman, so almost have to be the Chinese guy. Okay. I was a Chinese guy in a joint venture. Okay. That's for the little story. Yeah. So I have to tell him how to do it. Okay. Uh, no, no, so at that time it was even tough. More, much more, much more, much than today. So,
0: so China is more, and more able to. Like, uh, regulations are more able to understand, and there's a better infrastructure to go through. Yeah,
1: before you, 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 you had to pay somebody. I mean, it's okay. it, 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 was. it was, and definitely. then even importation, the custom guys would say, you declare too high or too low. <laughs> yeah, because
0: they want to charge. Something. No, they,
1: they, they, there's a prime market price. You cannot put my market price in. You know, uh, beer is so much. Yeah. Yeah, and cannot be government. more or less. I say, but it makes no sense. I mean, that's my pride. I know we don't want to know. Yeah. So no, it's it's much better. You don't have this issue anymore. No. Uh, you, okay. it, it uh, It's much more streamlined. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. And and, and uh, as a as an importer, uh, of course, there's good relations with all the exporters from Europe, right? Yeah. And are there, for example, uh, uh, differences or situations that you will definitely meet with 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 uh, with, uh, for example, exporters in China, which right. you don't meet uh, when, uh, right. for exporters in, in Belgium, for example?
1: Well, uh, I can talk about, uh, there's a thing, we're reaching a topic about the supply in Europe. Yeah. So, how do the brewery or the exporter from Europe see China and how do they work with China? Yeah. And I feel after 20 years, because I started this beer business initially in '97. I was really uh, one of the first importing beer, even before the Germans. We we import, we garden. We were doing 1,000 hecto. No, they do 100,000 hecto. Uh, and new took it over. But what I mean when we when we start, I, I was thinking 20 years later, it would be easy to work with foreign supplier, with the brewery. They know how it works after 20 years. They must know China. It must be a piece of cake. And I feel no. I feel it's not better. In fact, it's even sometimes worse. Okay. Because they have been through some so many uh, up and down, uh, like five or ten years, there was a boom for for Bel- Belgian and foreign beer in China, so everybody dreamed, everybody got a, a magic contract, which didn't realize, and then there were dumb, dumb. so a lot of disappointments. So uh, and they did stupid things too. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, a lot of these suppliers are a little bit. They, in fact, I would say that. China, especially in the last five years with the online sales and the, all these uh, we purchase online with the phone and all that evolution so fast that Europe is behind. Yeah. So China is moving so fast and Europe is getting even more conservative. Yeah. So it's a really a clash. Yeah, so those exports ignore it
0: a bit, the development and they're not
1: they, really up to date. They are it in, they, they don't take it seriously, they say what is going on in China, is it really serious? Yeah. yeah, the market is big, but we hear so many horror stories. Yeah. So they don't know where to stand, and the, Europe, the Chinese guys, they say, but why you need three months to do, or four months to do a private label? We do it in one month in China. I mean, why it takes you so long to yeah. reply to us? So I would say that the European supplier uh, are too slow, are uh, too conservative.
0: Yeah, they're not flexible towards the development. And, and then the they day. they
1: feel that China, uh, they, they don't know really how to work with China. Most of them, no, they they are a bit lost. What should we do? Uh, and then also there's a lack of manpower. Usually you have one guy who do the whole world Yeah, and these a small brewery. And the rest. So are, uh, for uh, poor guy, uh, it's true that in China you may have twenty five requests, which is 70% or 80% is, is, is not worth to, to investigate or will not go very far. Yeah. So it's very hard to... Uh, China compared to Germany, is for Belgium, huh?
0: yeah.
1: it's really a much more difficult market, but sometimes people will spend more time to develop a market like Germany or France or, or even the yeah. USA than China, because they feel oh, it's too far away anyway or too yeah. complicated. Or, we have no time to go. Yeah,
0: or other. Also, there's a certain kind of uh, uh, maybe it could have been a certain kind of ignorance and the ignorance. Yeah. yeah, if it's not in the news, it's not popular. and Now China is more in the news, and suddenly people want to know things about it, right? Yeah. So in every uh, uh, yeah boom, you will also have that kind of a model. Uh,
1: it's a it's a it's. Either, I've been twenty years in China. Yeah. Uh, and my, my brother is lawyer in Shanghai. Just I say that because we talk about the same story. Yeah. People come to China just for beer, for other stuff. Yeah. And it's usually either it's either many times either everything or nothing. Okay. So that the guy either open a factory. Yeah. And they go totally nuts, or uh, yeah. or they do nothing. They come once a year or once every two years. Yeah. What do you expect to do? Uh, Fat. I don't want to be negative, but uh, I was a bit appraised that I was surprised that this Chinese, the European supplier, there's a very few in fact that really know how to work or or really want to work in China. Uh, yeah, we, and we, really uh, want
0: to work also entails that you see it as a normal market, right? Yeah, and yeah. Not, not like uh, yeah. I all mean, the way. It's,
1: it's in fact uh, it's a. Uh, uh, I would say the supplier, what they should do to come to China, that may be a good topic. What, how to come to China? How to distribute your product in China? Uh, how to help the foreign supplier, the European uh, brewery, to export their beer in, in China? I feel there is definitely a big market. Uh, it's a, it's the, maybe the biggest market in the world. So they could not compare it to Taiwan or even yeah. Japan or even yeah. Hong Kong. So really uh, although really nice. although the market is still starting, yeah. uh, especially for these craft beers, but they have to look it in a in a in a special way, without getting crazy, yeah. <laughs> without being, say we're going to put ten guys here. Uh, no, yeah. uh, I think it's they need to come maybe two three times a year. They maybe have uh, one guy or at least one special agent they work with, follow him, invest a little bit marketing money, but not crazy. Huh? It's not. But we're talking maybe about five, ten, twenty thousand euros. We're not yeah. talking about much money, no. but doing something uh, and following it. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I introduced, for instance, twenty years ago, Caudor in China yeah. uh, with Carrefour, yeah. and uh, it cost us you not know, zero at the time. And Caudor is still there today. If you want to do the same thing, you cannot pay for it. No. It's simple. You don't get in. No. So, uh, some way, you know, the initial investment is still very low and we have to think that the Chinese middle class is still very far away in the consuming habit compared to us.
0: Yeah, also in the thinking way, right? Uh, in the, in so, the way I spending.
1: mean, this, I would say a bit, the sky's the limit here. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, if the people buy as much beer, just the 200-300 million middle class, think about what's the market. Yeah. Uh, so, but that are the, the competition uh, also is there, but yeah. uh, the market is definitely yeah. huge. But uh, you
0: say, in fact, like be a little bit humble and make sure that you just don't come here and go all the way. Start up uh, uh, wait, wait. you, 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 you and Understand the market. Have people here. Uh, come here often. Yeah. So that your brand will actually stay instead of uh, be, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's.
1: I seen people either they, they, they come once. And then, frankly, it's useful. useless to come once, you need yeah. to come two, three times, yeah. at least. No, at least yeah. Uh, yeah. And then even have an agent that you follow and then you maybe will push your beer. And uh, and, 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 and other guys who open brewery, who open uh, big companies, and uh, yeah. uh, today only in the beer, only Duvel yeah. succeeded. And we, we don't even know if they really succeeded because they sell to each other. Okay. In the brewery, who open the office, you don't know. I mean. They sell their beer. That's for yeah. sure. But uh, well, how much? Uh, I mean. But they sell a lot. But we don't know at what price. Yeah, no, <laughs> so yeah. anyway, uh, they're doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think you need to, you need to, to be careful in your investment and.
0: Uh, yeah, as a normal entrepreneur, right? Yeah. Uh, but
1: many the people, there is a saying and uh, in the China hands or when the people speak about China, they many say that many foreigners when they come to China, they lose their common sense. Uh, it's either they are so much afraid they just come as a tourist, or they go crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's very mid- rare the middle. The very yeah. the middle the middle range is very rare.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah you, you, it, in my opinion, for example,
1: for uh, me, it yeah. was like okay, you
0: need to have a strong objective that this is yeah. the road to go for you. Yeah. So then you will also get your mentality of hey, I am everything yeah. that I face. I will learn something from yeah, it to yeah, do yeah, it better yeah. next time. So. You, you sign up for a road which will be bumpy. Yes. You want that to yes. eventually succeed and it yeah, will be the middle line and most of the people are not up to for that.
1: Uh, they don't no. sign
0: up upfront for that, right?
1: Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It's, wait. it's not easy but there are a lot of potential and a lot of brands came to China. If My, my brand, my, my best-selling brand, Kimping Killer, it's a good beer from a small medium-sized beer, which is not selling very well in Belgium. Yeah. And when I came to that company, I said, "Is that your bestseller beer? I don't believe it." Yeah. In Belgium, we never sell that beer. Uh, that was opportunity, uh, right? Uh, so uh, definitely, uh, it's something uh, that maybe we—I don't know—if we can reach another point, uh, an advice to the is the packaging, packaging,
0: okay. packaging,
1: packaging is key, much okay. more than in Europe. Okay. In Europe, uh, people, especially in Belgium, people look at value. At the product itself. They know about the product, they know about chocolate, they know about beer, and they know that this chocolate is good and this is not good. They know already. The packaging is on top. Uh, here is the opposite. People don't know essentially about chocolate or beer, very little, yeah. and they go for the packaging. So we have a very cute uh, packaging with pink killer. Yeah. And, uh, it's fun to buy, maybe. It's fun. Uh, the lady loves it. Uh, it's cute. Uh, it's a big dog on it. Uh, and in Europe, we, we, people would say that's not serious packaging. Like, yeah, we it? go
0: for the conservative well, um, yeah.
1: labels and brands voilà. right?
0: so So if it, if it looks trustable, it's okay. No. Yeah. So
1: uh, the American beer, American craft beer, you know uh, are very successful okay. because they even come you now with very colorful cans. Uh, for 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 it's kind of funny because cans it doesn't bring any value to a beer. Uh, no. uh, craft beer in a can it used to it's be taboo. Normally we uh, would say it's not craft beer. It's not craft beer, beer. but they yeah. managed to sell craft beer in cans with fantastic uh, packaging, all kind of colors and new thing, and and that's what China wants. Yeah. Uh, so in Europe, oh, no, nobody's a no, no. nobody's going to do that. If you tell about that, they say you crazy. Yeah. So packaging uh, is key. Uh, when we sold Codor 20 years ago, uh, Cadore is a superb chocolate. I'm um, not saying because, but the packaging usually doesn't suit yeah. the market. Yeah, all uh,
0: because of the ignorance of the market and, and uh, ignorance. And the
1: consumption behavior because yeah. they buy they, the, they they consume less chocolate than we do. So people will yeah. not buy a big piece. They will buy, try to buy a small piece and, and yeah, they don't buy it because of the chocolate actually. They no, buy it to try, and to to try to, or to give away. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. There comes packaging in the, the packaging, uh, and the packaging again. Uh, so. Yeah.
0: Okay. And are there, are there, uh, other, other, uh, other. Uh, yeah. Subjects that the food and beverage brands should think about when they when they go to China, like outside of the packaging.
1: Uh, the taste, naturally. Uh, it's a bit stupid to take, but the taste, okay. because the. Um, the local the, the, uh, they prefer, the, the Chinese beer are quite light, eh, from 3 to 4 degrees, roughly. Uh, they are a bit sweet, uh, the weather is very hot, so people cannot drink a 8 degree beer uh, at lunch, uh, 2, 3, it's impossible. Eh? Yeah. So, you have to, if you want to sell a high volume beer, the best possibility for us in Belgium is a white beer. Yeah which is very uh, refreshing in the summer. It's uh, doing well also. It's doing well. It's our best seller. It's a white beers. And, uh, and also sweet, though the fruity beer, the cider is a big fashion now. Uh, okay. for, for a couple of years. Hmm. Um, the two bitter... A, there's a double side to it. You have IPA, which you know, is the rich. Huh? It's England English tradition, Indian pale ale. Very, a lot of hops, very bitter. Yeah. And this uh, this is good for the UPs, I call that. The people will just look for that trend. Super hoppy, super bitter, the better bitter, the, the more bitter, the better. Yeah. But the other people, Mr. Everybody, will not like that. No. So, like a Stella Artois, which is a quite bitter lager, is too bitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. unless you go to the really connoisseurs, yeah. Uh, then yes, uh, but Mr. Everybody, if you drink, uh, Qingdao, it's even a b- quite bitter, but if you yeah. drink some other beer, it's very lighty. Uh, it's Ju- Amer- like American beer, basically. Like, a uh,
0: Zhujiang, for example, is right. a good, uh, a good, uh, a example. good example. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so you, basically, you're saying, like, you know the taste, uh, or know actually what the Chinese oh, yes. client wants, because it's totally different from what it could be in Europe. And but it changed, it is, eh? Yeah, it changed. Huh?
1: Nobody would have believed that people can sell an IPA five years ago. Huh? No, yeah. It was so bitter to sell you nuts, uh, I mean <laughs> But uh, change, changed very quickly. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, the the consumption habit and the uh, hey, that's the fun part of it. Yeah. It's tough, but it's also yeah, fun. No, the uh, opportunity, you know, the ratio of development. It's always good and bad. Huh? Yeah. Uh, there are opportunities, uh, definitely. You can relate
0: to things that we named before, right? The opportunities, the, the, the ratio of development. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that you need to stick to stay because it could be that these years it's oh, yeah, difficult yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah, sky yeah, high in yeah. a few years later. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, even when you think about it, uh, when we left the, the famous company, Van der Gaten, which we, I founded, we left for different reasons, because uh, it's a Chinese story. I mean, we can talk about the Chinese story maybe, just as an example from that. Many people have been 20 years or 25 years, have been one day uh, tricked by their Chinese partner. This is typical. Uh, this, you can read a book about it, uh, there's a book. Uh, and what happens is, but no, we don't have to do that. What happens is that initially, people who do wholesale import cannot do it. No. So we need to have a, a Chinese guy who is the, the officially the owner. Yeah. And uh, you hope that this owner will not one day uh, take over the company. Okay, so, so that happened. Yeah, typical. Yeah, but in in many joint venture or we're like that in the past. Yeah, and so now? I know you can do 100% wholesale. You can do importing yourself. Yeah. So and it will only develop more and we'll be So so more basically, no, you don't have that risk so much. Of being uh, taken over by your your, your, your partner employee <laughs> tend to be a partner, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, okay. so, so so that's uh, that's, okay. that's a way. Yeah,
0: but, but but that in mind, it is a quite nice thing because it's a characteristic of what it was the Chinese yeah. way of doing business, right? that you're really cautious of because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. this kind of situation would be there. So what kind of uh, characteristics are typical Chinese of, uh, in the way of doing business oh. that you think is key to understand?
1: I'm sure I'm not the first one. It's about the guan huh? relationship. the, the relationship. Right. Uh, and this is a fun part also, is that the Chinese uh, value much more relationship than, uh, than sometimes products or contracts. Yeah. Now, I give you an so, example
0: uh, I with another guest. Yeah. Indeed, I said like in Europe, we trust already the company that is uh, rated the first at the Google search results, yeah. right? And here they really need to meet you. They need to have a feeling with you. They need to know where you come from and, and you want to know, need to know where they come from
1: and then it is possible. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Uh, they start to look a little a bit about your company credential naturally, yeah. but uh, the, the people relationship is key. Uh, the people pass before the law, the people pass before the product, the contract. So it's a nice part. This is a bit closer to Europe than America, where okay. America is all about yeah. contracts and uh, here we are more about people thing, you know, yeah. we, we, do we want to work together or not? Yeah, It's a key issue.
0: And, and do you think like, um, you know, there is of course a relationship to, to, to create a cell um, but uh, to does it also, this relationship, how does it benefit in, in later on in the, in the trade? Like, uh, um, like, like, is it also, is that, if we talk about contracts, right. you have an exclusivity contract, but um, in another way, uh, do these relationships uh, are almost that strong as a contract would be when you uh, commit to each other for a certain I know, the,
1: the relationship is stronger than the contract. Eh? Yeah. The contract is in fact not worth much. <laughs> No. Uh, it's something, yeah, mm-hmm. not worth much. Huh? You have to realize uh, they can change and Oh, we, I didn't want to say that, I didn't want that, and no, no, uh, not yet. I mean, uh, well, it's changing huh? more every year, but but uh, the value of a contract is not very much. Compared to relationship, no, it is not... Yes. The, the There's problem. no comparison. Uh, okay. So uh, Although they might want you to sign a very tough contract with a lot of clothes, I think, and that also, that's the, the value we bring uh, to, fo- to, to foreign supplier yeah. to China, is that uh, uh, many times the foreign supplier say this contract I will never sign uh, because they want this, 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 this. They want uh, arbitration in China, we don't want, uh, they want that, that, that. Yeah. And we usually, we sometimes be in between because we know this guy, we have a relationship. So although these these uh, clause are sometimes uh, terrible, yeah. we say anyway, they're never going to enforce it. No, uh, just because of the relationship you yes, have. Yes, and then really they good. will say so much, it will be so much problem for them to put it in place that they'll try to find a solution before. Yeah, I, I think when in China you start to go to the tribunal, you're in big problem. Uh, yeah, but you're
0: already far in the, in the process. What you said, right. you probably had already five times that you could solve a problem yeah, yeah, or yeah. had a solution. Indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. A contract is more like a safety net for them. Yeah, for maybe
0: the, to to make clear what is expected from all, and then eventually you can, you know, move well, yourself uh, through. Uh,
1: uh, uh, okay. Can like I say it in this way? Yes, yeah, sure.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay, what well, what did you, for example, you are so long here already, so you have lots yeah. of context. Yes. So uh, I fully believe and follow you at the moment. You say relationships are key, and I think you have also great relationships already, uh, especially. If the yeah, country. but it
1: changes. Huh? We don't we don't have to be cocky about. Relationship change. I mean, with the time, yeah. people change so quickly from one business to the other. Yeah, do 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 businesses uh,
0: mostly stay because you have a good relationship with someone. But yeah. but yeah, it's maybe also an issue like okay, you build up a relationship and suddenly uh, the company's gone. Okay, that happens. Yeah,
1: that happens. That happens. So uh, anyway, you can have uh, people move uh depend what age naturally and the stability of the person whether it's a young people or established people uh, but we oui, relationships key some people say that the Chinese they should uh, they should do the, the the university in China to develop the relationship yeah that not could for be, the right? studying <laughs> I must say
0: I must say in certain points of my experience it's uh, like, um, uh, I am not coming from a relationship kind of uh, environment. Uh, I've been up in Holland, of course, and uh, of course, you have also, we, we have some affiliation with, with relationships, but the, the extreme way of how we would say it is extreme, here it is yeah. normal. Right. Um, um, yeah, you learn a lot and you should actually be very aware of what the actual value of a relationship is and how you maintain those relationships. Um, because there are lots of uh, entrepreneurs coming here to China mm. and they think, oh, yeah, we should pass by once uh, because then we have a relationship. But it doesn't work like that.
1: No, 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 it's not the end of the game. Eh? Yeah. Uh, as you say, uh, what level of relationship do you have? Is it really useful? Is this, does this guy have the power that he says? He, uh, so be very, uh, be very uh, cautious about that. Eh? it's yeah. not going to solve all your problems. Eh? No, Uh, and it's not a question of giving money. eh? Uh, That's not um, sometimes the the thing. The guy who helps us most is not because of the money. So uh, it's very complex. Yeah, it's a very super complex issue. It's uh, it's a road of
0: experience, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 a key. But it's a super complex. It's not just oh, I have a relationship and then it will fix all my problems. No, yeah. Uh, what, What is a
0: relationship, and that's what you need to experience, of course. Yeah.
1: You have different levels. Yeah, but How do you develop it? or do you maintain it? With uh, who, who? What kind of people? Yeah. Uh, okay. it's a, we can write a book about it. I yeah, guess. yeah <laughs> you you can for sure. Yeah, That's but it would be is. not so easy because it's really part of the Chinese culture. Yeah. it's so so complex. No, yeah. It, it, uh,
0: if you want to do business here, it seems for me quite uh, uh, it's a key. primary that you understand uh, where it comes uh, from. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so you say you would write? You can write a book about it. Yeah. Um, so, if you could write in that book, um, yeah. what did you learn from China uh, like in your whole period? Like, did you really think, like, this is what I really learned uh, in business perspective, but also in yeah. personal perspective, like you became also a bit Chinese, uh, how would yeah. you describe this being Chinese?
1: I think of thing, that the speed of the change, that we in Europe, we, cannot, we, we, we don't want to change in fact. Yeah. When you happen more... when in France, people don't want to change. Uh, they say, we have this uh, advantage, we want it for life, which is impossible, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we uh, keep changing. China is uh, We never expect that China would be at this level of development. They keep changing. They keep changing. I mean, uh, they, uh, they, in terms of uh, on, uh, the shopping experience, me coming from Carrefour, uh, Carrefour is now closing stores in China. Huh? And uh, not only them, everybody is closing stores. So people buying more and more online, even different way online, even the lunch people buy their lunch online. Yeah. Uh, I mean they, they already passed us in Europe I yeah. mean, in terms of uh, shopping experience. So, yeah. uh, and they keep going. They keep changing. So we, we that's a problem in Europe. We, 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 we don't evaluate. We yeah. don't, uh, we, we, and also the ambitions of the people. Yeah. People are very ambitious. The people want to work more. they want to make more money, work more. Yeah. And a lot of time in the factories, people uh, they want to find factory who give them overtime. Yeah, that is key. Most so of the in factories. China, in Europe, they oh you exploit them, uh, poor guys. You have to yeah. do overtime. See, they want to work. I you want mean, to overtime. this is a totally different approach. If you don't have overtime, I don't come. They if don't come. Have, yeah. yeah. So in people in Europe, people want to work f- four of four, four fifth of the time, not a full time, so I have more time for my private life. Here is the opposite. Yeah. I want to work more to make more. You You don't know whether it's good or not, but it's a totally different approach of life. And you Uh.
0: you also became, thats what you learned also, it's like you also became a bit like that.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if it's a good thing. Yeah, (laughs) it shaped you as a person, right? But uh, it's true that we have definitely a quality of life in Belgium that we don't have in China. No. Until when? I don't know, but (laughs) we have it. Yeah. And uh, it's very, I mean, uh, it was a fantastic experience to, to see this change and... Uh, to be part. I think it's, it's uh, unique in the world to have a country going from from nothing To being almost a first world power in, in 40 years. I will be uh, so, uh, so it's, it's, it's an exciting, exciting experience basically
0: that yeah, yeah. yeah. you also have been part of that, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah so um, Eventually um, uh, What are your plans? Like what 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 ah,
1: the plans is? Uh, I, I, the plans is first to continue in that field but I would say our dream of our project is definitely to open beer shops. Okay. Uh, and Own to, beer shops, yeah. right? Yeah, and then this beer shop should be a bit linked to some kind of a... Uh, if, you conce- if you knew the concept of Gema, mm-hmm. it's basically a shop being a warehouse who can deliver to the neighborhood. That would be perfect because uh, uh, that's a new way of shopping and also it makes sense. You have a small warehouse all over China. And then can it be used as retail stores, but also a small warehouse for, for the bars around and for the individuals. Okay. And push the beer culture from Belgium mostly yeah. uh, and, and push that concept. Yeah. But that we need investors and we need to have a strong concept. And we are we are on the way, but we are not there.
0: Okay. Uh, but this so. is your objective, right?
1: That's the objective. We, we, we okay. feel that uh, that's the best way to, to push our product. Okay. To, to have our own retail stores and uh, so that we can really push the, the beer culture and the beer products
0: yeah. okay. uh, the best. Okay, great. Thank you, uh, Baudouin.
1: you yeah, welcome. was thank fun you for all the... to talk to you. Uh, yeah,
0: Perfect. <laughs> it was a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Okay, thank you. Okay, you. Bye bye. <laughs>